Welcome to Season 2 of Resting Glitchface, a Shadowrun actual play. This is Shannon. I'm playing Eris. Hi, this is Sid, and I'm playing Jet. This is Dot. I'm playing Binary. This is Maddie. I'm playing Collateral. And my name is Eric, the Game Master. Some of the following content is not suitable for all audiences. We'll start with Val. Okay. You wake up. Yep. You remember waking up and, and seeing the horrible thing that you saw and coming home and walking in and seeing Boggs. <laughs> you don't remember much after that because you were just so hungover. Yeah. So when you wake up and you're in a nice big king-sized bed. Oh. And you, you like turn over. Nausea is just like mm. hitting you. Mm. And Boggs is sitting there just stroking your hair. Oh, oh so cute. Thank God. Mm, trash can. I need I, I need a trash right, can. You, he's already got one right next to the bed. And looks like he's uh, he's emptied it a couple of times. Oh, she Ralphs. <laughs> he's like, um, do I need to call a doctor or something? Uh... Uh, no, is, is Gracie still here? Did she go home? Um. Where the fuck do you think you are? All right, he says, no, no, we're, we're not at the house. It was a little, it was a little, uh, busy there. So I, I went ahead and just got a hotel room. I love this so man. Cute. Oh, um, okay. Are, are, are the girls okay? Is, is, is Mary okay? All right, he sits there for a second and goes, well, yeah, I mean everybody was at the house. Okay. So I don't. I I think. I mean I. And he kind of sits there for a second. And goes. I can call them and make sure everything's okay. I was more worried about you. The thing you notice is you are in a like a terry cloth robe, like a really nice one, and you can see like the Plaza Hotel logos on it. And he's like, and and you're you know just in your underwear. <laughs> yeah. And and as you're looking down, he kind of looks and he says, oh um. Yeah, I, I had your stuff washed, so it should be br- brought up soon. Fox is the best. He says, um, I mean, are you okay? No, I'm really, I don't think that I am. Um, there's, there's a conversation that I've been meaning to have with you. Um. Are you breaking up with me? Jake, no, no. I I want to be honest with you about uh, some very difficult parts of myself. 
um, one of those that you might have experienced last night. It's all kind of a blur, but I, um, ever since I was younger, uh, I think it was like maybe 11, I've had, how do I say this? Um, I don't know how familiar you are with varying mental health issues, but I have a, um, I have a disorder. It's, uh, it's called dissociative identity disorder. And I, I don't know what your familiarity would be with that. Is but that like the many faces of Eve? <laughs> Kinda. Um, so I'm sure you've met or at least seen two of my altars. There's Van. Is that the one that punched me in the nose? What? You're Maybe not. fuck I don't know anymore. I'm losing I'm losing so much time. He is the protector. He can be very um forward and aggressive. And then there's Angel, who you have in fact met. Um you remember that pizza lunch that we went to? Our first date. Ago? How can I forget? Yeah, so I'm I'm sorry to tell you that I wasn't at our first date. That was Angel. Hmm. Does that change how you feel about me? No, it doesn't change how I feel about you, how I as Val feel about you. Mm-hmm. But I need you to understand that Van and Angel, they represent themselves as entirely separate people from me because they are. Do they like me? Well, Angel is indifferent to you. She'll fuck anything that walks. Sorry. Okay. Van, I don't know that he necessarily has an opinion of you, just because he's pretty quiet. Okay. Um. I mean, I don't pretend to understand, you know, what you're going through, but this is all, this, this, a lot of times this is all brought upon by trauma, right? Yes. Okay. Are you okay? Um... I think it has a lot to do with what I experienced before I came to the orphanage and then after. I see. Yeah. Um, the added bonus to this, I think I have a new altar. That's a bonus? No, it's not. I am I'm, I'm really scared. I haven't I haven't had a new altar since Angel and that threw me for a loop for a little while. Have you ever, have you ever talked to anybody? I mean, besides like me and like your friends and stuff. Have you ever talked to anybody for professionally about this? Maureen didn't think it was a good idea. Why? Maureen has some serious trust issues, and you know, given our history, you can understand why. I just, she's always been there for me, so if. You know, she thought it wasn't a good idea, then I didn't really have much reason to push back. She she helped me when I would hit lows, and she was there for me when I, when I couldn't be there. You know, she made sure Angel didn't get into too much trouble. Hence the, I don't know if you saw the wings, but that was all her. You're talking about your, the, the scarification? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got to wake up to that after Angel had been in the driver's seat for about a week. Well, I mean, I know Maureen is your mom, but, I mean, it sounds like 
it sounds like she was manipulating you. I mean, I know that's not what you want to hear right now, but I mean, and is she a, she's a nurse, right? Yeah. I mean, is she a psychiatric nurse? No, she did more trauma and ER type nursing. Can I ask you a question? I mean, while we're talking about Maureen. Of course. Have you ever seen her do anything medical before? Uh, I mean, beyond, like, scrapes and things oh, like sure. that. Um, I mean, did she did she ever, like, go to work? Well, yeah, she was, before she got, uh, well, I don't remember exactly where she was working afterwards, but she started, like, when we first moved to St. Louis, she started working at the hospital, and she was a nurse at, at the orphanage at Aunt Delilah's. I see. Well, well, I mean, none of this changes how I feel about you. I mean, it's it's definitely hard to hear. And I'm not the kind of person who's just going to abandon you because you have issues. But it's a lot to deal with. I I know. I know that. And I, I really did want to have this conversation with you sooner, but... I mean, I appreciate you talking to me about it. I, I, I was wondering, you know, what was what was going on. And I I guess maybe I kind of knew something was up, but Angel wasn't a red flag. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's going to be the hardest part for me to get used to. You know, I'm kind of a I mean, I'm I'm a pretty monogamous person. And I, I am, too. I believe you. It's 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 not me. It's me. I understand. <laughs> well, maybe, I mean, it's your decision, whatever you want to do. But I would, I mean, my recommendation is talk to somebody professionally, you know. Yeah. More than just Maureen. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I've I've dealt with it for as long as I have. And I think it's probably wise to start being proactive rather than reactive, especially with this new altar showing up. Yeah. Um, and alters show up when there's trauma, or do they just show up? Uh, it can go either way. Some people develop them just from happenstance, and some it does have to be triggered by specific trauma. Okay. Uh, do you want my help in any way? I mean, I, I've i done stories, and I've got connections throughout the city if you want me to reach out to somebody. Um, yeah. I. To be honest, Jake... The biggest thing that you could do for me is just believe that me, Val, the person that I am, cares about you, the person that you are, and just trust that whatever Van or Angel or this new altar may do, it's not it's it's not me. Okay. Just the biggest ask that I could have is just tr trying to differentiate. And not hold me, Val, responsible for the actions that I have no control over. I know that's a big ask and a lot to take on. And if that's not something that you're interested in doing, I, I will understand. Well, let's cross that when it comes time. I do have one question or at least a concern, though. Yes. I cleaned a lot of blood off of your hands and from under your fingers while you were sleeping. What happened there? Do you remember? She's like shaking. I, 
I don't remember. I don't know. Yesterday, we were in the car coming back from the stacks. I was talking to Mary. She was showing us some video footage of the hospital that Eris's parents are at. And apparently her sister got abducted and her dad's been in a coma and... And Eris doesn't give a fuck. She's just getting high. I don't know. You see in his face, he has like, that doesn't phase him one bit. He's just like, what else is new? And then there was this explosion in the CZ. Did you see or hear that? Yeah. Yeah, it's been all over the news. Yeah. So that happened. And then I thought, you know, with Aztec being as big of an issue as it was, I thought maybe I could get some information from Veronica so I reached out to her, and then blank. I woke up the next morning, and I was, I'm, I'm really sorry, Boggs. I, I was in a bed surrounded by a bunch of naked people, and there was a dead person on top of me when I woke up, and Veronica was just sitting in a chair across the room, and... I, I don't know what happened. So I thought maybe something on my cyber eyes might have caught it or, you know, just I tried to I tried to retrace my steps. And the only thing that I could see was this like almost tunnel vision effect with this glowing figure at at the end, glowing yellow figure. And it was. It was almost like strobing and it was making me sick and I couldn't I couldn't decipher anything from it. So so I left and I I think I was at some hotel or something because there was a door or an apartment complex, I don't know. But there was a doorman there and he, he knew me as Val. I've never seen this guy before. Mm. And 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 then I and then I came home. Oh um also, I think I, I, I might have taken something. There was a, it's the uh, what the what the NC Kings were running in the stacks, the uh, the inhalers, the screamer. Yeah. You did screamer. I, I think so. All right, he says. Shit. Okay. Val. Yes. Let me see your tongue. She sticks out her tongue. All right. You see him kind of looking at it, and he looks at you. He says, "Okay." What? What? What's wrong with? What? All right, but well, you're in a hotel room, so there's definitely a mirror that yeah. you can look at. So I go over. I'm. I see the look on his face, and like I rush over to the mirror. Right. And and you look at the mirror, and you stick out your tongue, and on the side ridges where you're like almost like you have infected uh, taste buds on the side, uh-huh. but you see little pink crystals Fuck. forming on the ends of your edge of your tongue. All right, great. She's like sticking her tongue out and looking at her. What? What? What is this? What? What? This is this is the shit that's from the sea. This. All right. He puts his hand. You're like, and you're still in your robe. He puts his hand on like your shoulder, and he says, "This is really important, Val. Did your new altar happen before or after the screamer?" I don't know. Okay, then we'll cut to Harrison Joe. Eris has been sleeping for at least 18 hours. My God. Yeah, Joe, like, has been up and watching the news for a while, but, like, she goes, she keeps a trash can next to the bed. She, like, checks to make sure that 
there's plenty of water next to Bianca in case she like needs a drink. But Joe's just flipping through the news on her com. Yep. And the story, I mean, local news is all about, you know, St. Louis security forces having been taken over by as technology is now doing a full press into the containment zone to eliminate a lot of the bad apples that are in there, you know, doing uh, uh, illegal stuff because it's become a haven for criminals and things like that. So, I mean, they ain't wrong. And you see, like, different reporters and things like that talking, and then at one point you see Val's face, you know, but she's got, like, white blonde hair, and she's saying – Reports are coming in very positive from the containment zone, and as technology is committed to the safety and security of all of uh, the citizens of St. Louis Metroplex, and it is you know the number one priority is safety and getting rid of these extreme elements within the city. Awesome. Joe takes a screenshot when um, the person that looks like Val is. And, it, and of course, it has name on the What was the last name? I forgot it was. Oliveira. Uh, oh, that's right. So, yeah, it's Veronica Oliveira. Yeah, she takes a screen grab and uh, texts it to her and says, Sister, question mark, question mark, question mark, squinty eyes. To me? Yeah. I text back, Yeah, that's Veronica. You haven't had a chance to meet her yet. It, is everything okay at the house? Uh, let me check. And Joe gets up and does a sweep of the house. <laughs> All right. So the first thing that happens is you – because you go upstairs because you were downstairs. Yeah. You go upstairs to the first level and it's actually pretty empty. The people who are staying there, it's, it's you know middle of the day. They're either out doing whatever they normally do or whatever. You can see that there are some bags. It looks like they've been like packing like they're getting ready to move out. They're not going to stay forever. Mm-hmm. Um Mary is sitting there watching the news, and she was watching the same channels you were watching, but she's got them on the trid, mm-hmm. and she turns and looks at you, and she says, oh, hi, I made breakfast for myself. If you want some, I can make you some, too. It's cereal with chocolate milk. You know what, Mary? That sounds really good. I'm going to steal that recipe from you, though. Don't don't get up. I got I didn't, it. I didn't, like, make it up myself. I was being very – I was trying to be cute, but oh, – you're it was cute. You're very cute. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Joe goes and gets the Lucky Charms. How's how's um, oh um, Bianca doing? Bianca's a, she's she's doing okay. I should I've been keeping an eye on her, um, which is why I've been downstairs all day. Uh, I think she's doing okay though. She hasn't thrown up or anything. You can tell her her dad woke up. Oh 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 okay yeah yeah I'll totally tell her that. That's huge. I'll go let Bianca know right now though that her dad is okay. Um. Are you doing okay? You hear a flush from upstairs. Yeah. And then you hear, fuck! Oh. And you hear stomping upstairs and then stomping down the stairs and a naked dog leash running into the bath, into the kitchen. Um, Joe immediately, I would like to use my, I would like to make a reaction <laughs> to cover Mary's eyes. <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's four successes. Okay. Yep, you that's... successfully cover <laughs> cover Mary's eyes. My God, the All innocence. Right. All right, and and, uh, and she's just like you know. Think it, of the children, <laughs> dog leash. You're co- you're, you want to shield the internet from nudity. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you did literally just say that she was Google. So I. <laughs> True. And Dog Leash is like grabbing like towels and paper towels and stuff, and he just kind of turns and he like runs towards you and then up the stairs. Did we break another fucking bathroom? What is going on, dude? All right, he's like, he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. There are children here. And he says it was an emergency, and he's yelling this from upstairs now. It was an emergency, and and it sounds like the toilet is still running. <laughs> Joe's going to send a a text to Jet being like, your boyfriend broke the shitter. I roll emoji. Jet walks downstairs just like in a large t-shirt. And she just says, yeah, I know. I heard. Oh, my God. What time is it? It's it's 2.35. Oh, my God. I slept so long. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, I'm... Going back upstairs to freshen up, but okay, it's good to see you. Good to see you too. I'll- How's um? And she points downstairs. Snoozing. <sighs> she she does the little laying head on pillow gesture yeah, yeah, for yeah. the audience at home. Yeah. Okay. Well. Cool. Anyway, yeah. We're, uh, we're about to be up and at him though. I think uh, we got some news on our dad. So. Oh, what kind of news? Apparently he's awake. That's incredible. Yeah, we gotta go see. It's- Sorry to, like, invite myself along, but, like, I also know this guy. So, I mean, no. if, if you're cool with it, I'd also like to come visit. Well, I, I haven't invited myself to this yet, but, I, yeah, I'm going to go okay, let well, her know. I'm inviting myself, and you're my plus one. Okay, cool. Cool. We'll reconvene shortly. Yes. Okay. She runs up and says, dog leash, get out of the fucking bathroom. I have, to, I have to get ready. Go use the other one. God damn it. My stuff is up here. Where's the water shut off? Oh, my God. I got it. And Joe goes downstairs to the basement. Oh, do, does the main shut off for oh, the entire house? The main do shut the, off. The, the thing in the toilet. No thing. water for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Jet tries to go take a shower and is kung 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 kung. She's fine. Joe goes downstairs to the Biancredo. <laughs> yes. She's made herself a little a little burrito. burrito. Yeah. And Joe just sits down next to her and very gently, like, just rocks Bianca's shoulder. And, hey. She was already awake. B. Oh. But <laughs> then she's surprised oh. when you <laughs> when you say, I'm awake. No, she doesn't say she's awake. Oh. She just is already awake when you start trying to wake her up. She rolls over and stares at you with wide open eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, she just kind of slightly, she's still in her little cocoon. burrito cocoon and she just kind of... Like you, you like set your hand on her, and she just looks at you, Mandalorian style. <laughs> hey, B, I have some good news. Um, uh, your dad's awake. Okay. Did did they find Azalea? I haven't heard anything about that yet. Um, I was just I went upstairs, and I saw Mary, and Mary said that your dad was awake. So I thought you'd want to know. Oh, you didn't talk to my mom again? I no. Um, honestly, obviously I love you, but I don't love your mom. So I usually just try to avoid talking to her. Instead of making a comment that you might be expecting, it's just nods at you again. How are you feeling? She shrugs. I I I mean, I refilled your water like three times last night, but um you hadn't drank any of it. I just wanted to make sure that it was cool for you. Um, so but I think you sh- I think you should drink some of it. I can go get you a, a fresh glass if you want. No, this is fine. Okay. And oh. she just kind of 
she does that thing where you just you, you want to stay in the burrito, so mm-hmm. but you can't drink laying down, so you just get up <sighs> the very littlest amount that you can and just kind of like shoots an arm out from the burrito to grab the <laughs> and water it quickly retracts. And then yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, I think she probably like chugs half the glass <laughs> at least because she probably is actually thirsty. She just isn't gonna take care of herself right now. So, like, she chugs it half of it in one go, and she's like, do you want me to finish the rest of it? Don't make yourself sick. Obviously, I have a trash can here um, if you do feel sick, but, like, I know that sometimes drinking too much water isn't good for someone. Right. You, you know, all at once. Right. Just shoot out of the burrito again to set it down. But don't worry. I got it. And she, she <laughs> takes the glass from you and sets it on the table. Are they somewhere safe? Um, your family? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know where they are right now. I thought that you had set something up with one of Thorne's contacts. She just kind of looks at you and, like, what probably would have been, like, a deadpan stare, except for all of her looks are kind of deadpan right now. Mm-hmm. And so she just kind of looks at you. Do you know where they might be right now? Or is there somebody that I can, can I like reach out to your contact? No, he betrayed everyone. He got Apex to kill Thorn and kidnap Azalea. Probably. So you don't want to talk. Okay. This is, no, I don't want to talk to his contact. (laughs) So do we need to go rescue your dad? He's probably safe. He was being carried like a sack of potatoes by Cascade. Okay, so we should we should talk to Cascade then. I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's it's your dad and like obviously do whatever it is you want to do there. I just I wanted to let you know. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know where my grandma is or what she's doing. Or if she knows what we're doing. Well, we don't know what we're doing, to be fair. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So do we need to, like, talk about, like, the the drug use and stuff? We don't have to do it right now if you don't want to. But it is something that I want to talk about, you know, when okay. you're of your own, you know, clear mind. I'm clear. Okay. Um, I'm just worried about you. I know that you've gone through a lot in the past couple of days. And I know that you're really feeling a lot of, a lot of feelings right now, but, um, I'm just... I think she snuggles into her burrito a little more, but... I just, I, I'm worried about you because it seems like when you're under the influence, you make a lot of decisions that are really... This is coming from me. Really dangerous. You crashed your car into the side of a building yesterday. Um, yeah, I and dropped my calm. You walked through a, a, an active gunfight to get to a door with me, which... You also walked through that active gunfight, and so I did ra- Jed. I ran through that gunfight, actually. <laughs> oh, I mean, still, we all were facing the same danger. You just seemed a little casual about being shot at. That's me, always casual. And she pops out her fingers <laughs> from the Bianc Brito to give you finger guns. No finger guns today, Captain. 
Oh. I'm sorry. I'll reholster them. And she <laughs> goes back into her burrito. No, she doesn't do anything that she just snuggles her burrito back up under her chin. I just, I want to let you know that I know that things have been tough recently, but if you're not going anywhere, I'm not going anywhere. And I would honestly prefer that we, like, you lean on me a little bit more, maybe, with the emotional and the personal stuff. I want to be a supportive partner for you, and I don't want you to feel like you've got to handle everything all on your own. Because I I know that I know that we've already had this conversation, but running from your problems and Joe uh all of a sudden her ears perk up and she turns and she's gonna astrally perceive. There's a watcher spirit in the room. Joe? There's something I'm i I'm so sorry, there's there's something here. Like what? Someone's listening. Right. And Joe. And, and bear, she just buries herself even further. Like, I think she, she goes full, like, face is completely covered. She is only blanket now. Yeah, Joe is going to turn around. Well, I guess she's not going to turn around. I guess she's going to astrally project, and she's going to try to just pop this watcher spirit right in the face. Okay. Boop it on the nose. Boop. All right. It's a very weak one. Okay. So it's not, uh, I mean, we're not even going to do the initiative part of it. You oh, will, wow. You will get. Uh, Is there a way you can find out where it came from? Is that a thing that exists? Before you beat it into oblivion. That's actually a good question. Uh, let me see. If you you could, don't think... I think I think you could, if you get a high enough uh, a sensing roll, you might be able to see if it has a familiar, you know. Yeah, um, that could signature be good. to it. Yeah, vibe to it. Vibe check. Vibe check. Players looking for a particular aura roll, astral plus intuition. There you go. And my intuition is four, and my astral is two. Heyo. Heyo. That is three successes. Okay. Definitely was summoned and sent by Madame. Fuck that. It's gone. <laughs> All right. It can communicate. And as you're, you know, I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. But what it says to you as you like blast it is she wants you to bring Juilliard. Fuck. All right. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's obliterated because I don't think I can roll low enough not to kill it. Okay. So, yep. You just uh, lay into it and it goes and it just dissipates. And you know when you summon a spirit, if your spirit is banished or destroyed in any way, you know it. Yup. Okay, well, Joe returns to her body, sits up. So your grandma was here. Well, not your grandma, but your grandma sent a spirit to come here. I think, actually, the spirit was here to tell me to get Jet, but... Don't? This is also, like, she's fully under all of the covers now. I mean, I th- I'll i see what Jet wants to do. I don't know why. I mean, I know that she used to be her student, but, like, if they haven't gotten together yet, I don't know why she would suddenly decide that she wants to. Anyway. Oh, it's almost like she wants to take away everything I care about. It almost is like she uses people until they're destroyed and they say, thank you, madame, I'll have another. It's almost like 
she destroyed Jet's life whenever Jet was her star pupil. And then she further destroyed Jet's life. And now that Jet's finally back on her feet again, wants to destroy it a little more. Back on her feet. But um, I was all I was trying to do before was have like a conversation about like maybe trusting one another a little bit more. But I can see that maybe we need to table that. I'm I c- sorry. I can sense that you're a little elevated. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can promise you I'm the exact opposite of elevated right now. Was that a I'm not high anymore joke? <laughs> I mean, a little bit. But also it's I'm down in the dumps. It's like it, there's so many levels yeah. that she is absolutely it, not elevated. It works. Yeah. She just says, we can have this conversation. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at my grandma. Or I'm mad at Madam Peabody. You can just call her Peabody. There's no madam. I'm mad at, what's her name? Isabel. I'm mad at Isabella. Yeah. I'm also mad at Isabella. I mean, if that's any consolation, I think we're very much aligned there. Very much. Except for you want to make amends and keep working with her. I do not want to make amends. That is the, that is not. That's neither here nor there. We've already had that conversation. I trust you and I've been trusting you with my emotions you help me a lot with Thorn and you're allowing me to be vulnerable and depressed in your bed for probably like a day It's it's been a little bit um, I didn't leave no no I and I I know that you didn't and I'm I'm really I'm really happy that you that you didn't not just for my I mean, I guess ultimately it, it is a selfish reason, but not for my trauma reason. I like being around you, and I like the person that I am when we're not fighting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm my escape plan didn't work out anyway, but I'm staying for you. That's a lot more than I could ask of you, but I, I promise that I... I'm, I'm not going to squander this, and I'm, I'm going to protect you. I promise that I will keep you safe, and you know that entails me staying safe, too. So, I think Ayrs gives you a tiny little smile because she was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a tiny little smile, and she's like, yeah, you have to stay safe, too. Yeah. I think that Jet is getting ready to go upstairs. I do want to warn you because she caught me as I was coming downstairs to tell you about your dad news. And so I, th- I think that, you know, we're kind of expecting like a, a group outing. We don't have to go see your dad. Definitely. I just wanted to warn you that like we probably have five minutes. <clears throat> oh, I got I was off. <laughs> Come in. Eris does like. And it's, she's good at the quick change, right? Like, yeah. she has practiced this. She does it all the fucking time. By the time the door gets open, she's back into, like, her, her normal cl- clothes. Like, maybe not the full suit, but, like, 
close to her normal clothes. And like, you know, she she has her hair, which was like actual bedhead, back to her stylish bedhead mm-hmm. just by like mussing like, it up a bit. Well, 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 good morning, Starshine. Uh how you feeling? Oh, you know me. I'm great and she winks and finger guns at you. You know you can't lie to me. Yeah, I'm not great. Everyone's dead or dying, and my grandma's spying on us. And... Well, she's spying. But my dad's awake. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's awesome news, right? TBD. I mean, yes, it's good that he's awake, but also it doesn't mean he's out of the woods, probably. So, uh, Val, your, your go-go pulls up in front of the house, and Jake is, like, fumbling in his pockets. And you know that he's looking for a damn tip. Yeah. Uh, you, you know I can just, like, tip through the—you know I can just give him a tip. You don't have to take out, like— He looks—he kind of gives you, like, a sideways look, and he's like, Val, you know that every transaction that's not cash can be traced? I mean— I'm I'm just a homing beacon at this point, right? So you don't care? Well, I mean, it's not that I don't care. It's plus, just... I mean, let me pay the tip, please. Oh, my gosh. Let, Fine. Let, let me do this. I guess I guess chivalry is not dead. Thank you. Well, and the funny thing is, it's a, it's a driverless. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck is he tipping a robot? What? You fucking stooge! I, I love him with oh, every episode of my being. This, this little bowl of unflavored oatmeal. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> that is the best description of bugs, period. <laughs> so you step out and you, you kind of look and you, you can tell that the yard is completely messed up. Looks like people have been like roughhousing or playing around in the, in the yard or something. Like she, like part of the fence is broken, you know. Well, it's so all Dog the... Leash drove the car up into the yard yeah. last night. Well, I yeah, mean, we a... did have, what, like 14 people that were staying here just... At, at one point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So, but yeah, as so as uh, Jake is like throwing money at this robot... <laughs> He's such a dumbass. I love him. You, you're standing there and yeah, you can see like clearly tracks of of some vehicle had cut through the yard and knocked over part of the privacy fence. Yeah, and Val's just kind of looking around at the state of her place. Man, we just moved in and the HOA is going to have a fucking field day. We're going to get kicked out of this place before we're actually unpacked. So the go-go starts to pull off and Jake turns around and he says, and you're both like looking at the state of the yard and the house and things like that. You've not really said anything about the state of it. And and you look at him and he just kind of looks at you and he says, it's kind of like a frat house. Honestly, this is kind of par for the course. This is almost as close to what I expected as it could get. Mm. Were things easier when you lived in the the little shitty above the garage Hold on. If we're going to start judging where people live, I don't think. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Just seems like things got more complicated the better your house got. So should I just start living in a box and my life will be fine? Well, I tried that, but uh, you know, box. <laughs> Why? You know, I, I know what it means to be homeless. So the, the when we found you, that wasn't a front. You had really nice shoes on, man. Is that how you knew I was? Uh, I was a reporter. Yeah, that that's what that that was what that was your tell, man. That's what gave you away. Mm. If you're going to scruff yourself up, you you got to go full scruff. But see, I can't expose my feet to the elements. You can st- 
Okay, hold on. You know I have sensitive toes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Eric, and your goddamn foot fetish. <laughs> I don't like this. All right, he, you, you see him look down and he says, I don't know, it's just I got to have nice shoes. I'm just one of those guys, you know? That, I mean, that's fine. I, I just don't come at me about living in a box uh, and then... No, I'm saying you... It just seems like the more... The more, I'm trying. The more okay? elaborate things get, the more complicated they get. She points at the fucking state of her house. This this is elaborate. Okay. You know what? Let's just go inside. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rile you up. It was just, you know, I was just making an observation. It was poor one. I also wasn't here to stop any of this from happening. That's true. But whose fault is that? And then he Angels. Lo- and then he kind of looks at you and he says, Sometimes I think you should stand up to your friends. Um I don't I don't think that it's fair to blame anyone other than myself. I mean, I I did make the choice to let 14 strangers just invade my new home. She gives Jake a very meaningful look. I have made some choices in the past 48 hours. And you know, I I think it's it's fine for me to take responsibility for them and I do. I hear where you're coming from, but it might be a little misplaced with your bias. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to dispute that. And as you're walking up to the door, he just says, you have a big heart, Val. You have a big heart. But sometimes you take the weight of the world on your shoulders and you don't need to. And so, yeah, you walk in the door and you can hear voices downstairs in the basement. The living room. Was Mary in the living room? Mary's in the kitchen. Yep. Cooking with um, and she she kind of turns and looks and says, oh, hi, guys. You want something for breakfast or some ice cream or something? Val, like, runs across the room and just scoops her up in the biggest hug. <laughs> like, you can feel her arm moving as she's trying to, like, set the the ice cream <laughs> down on the on, – but then she just drops it and gives you a hug. Spill spill the cereal all yeah, over door, drops the yeah, all over Val all over the floor. Anyway, so yeah, she hugs you back and she says, "What's what's going on?" Val kind of just she buries her face like almost in the curve of Mary's neck, like you know her hair is kind of matted there and not matted, but her hair is resting there, and she just like buries her face into Mary's neck and she starts crying. You feel a hand on your shoulder of Jake. But he doesn't say anything. He just rests his hand on your shoulder. And Mary, Mary's like, stop, you're going to make me cry too. What'd I do? No, Mary, I'm you... I'm sorry. Mary, you didn't do anything. This is all me. I... I have messed up so much. And... I haven't been here for you. I've... I... I... I almost pushed you away because I just, I have made wrong choice after wrong choice ever since you came back into my life. I'm, I'm so sorry. You, you feel, so you, you, you've got your head buried in, in her neck and then you feel her hand, you know, like touch you and you look up and she looks you dead in the eyes and she says, Val, I love you. And Mama Candy has been taking good care of me. So you didn't do anything bad. I I know that's how you see it. And I know 
I know that you just want to see the good in me, but I I haven't been here for you. I I should have been the one taking care of you, Mary, because I love you too. I needed to be here for you, and I wasn't. And that's not fair to you. It's okay. And she pats you on the head. It's okay. That changes now. You know that, right? That makes me happy. Good. I... You've been through more than any nine-year-old little girl should ever have to go through. And I don't want any more of that to be at my hands. Okay. Okay. Can I eat my food now? Oh, yeah. Shit. Sorry. And then she sets her back down. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then – so, yeah, you can hear the voices downstairs. And she says, um, do you want to eat or uh, – the other others are downstairs. Uh, I'm not really – hungry and then she turns back to jake she's like hey you grabbed the thing out of the back seat right joe's helmet oh um and then he kind of sits there for a second and he goes yeah let me uh i i set it down outside hold on a second he runs outside (laughs) (laughs) another opportunity for this poor man to be a failure (laughs) so then um yeah he's gone for and you and mary are just kind of like hugging each other and and whatnot and you the voices are carrying on downstairs and and jake's gone for like 10 minutes and then he comes walking back in with the bag you had to you had to go i had to call the driver back yeah you did didn't you all right that's i mean you know honorable you you, thank you yeah i mean i should have said no but i didn't want to disappoint you that's okay you you know what Honestly, Jake, it it would take it would take a lot for you to really disappoint me. I think I think that bar is is real, real, real low. <laughs> I don't know how to take that vow, but okay. You should take it as uh, as as you're, you're honest appreciation. For a very low bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. No, no, no. Yeah, Not yeah. that you're a low bar. Mm-hmm. Just that it takes a lot to disappoint me, and I'm a very forgiving person. That's all. I see. Woo! <laughs> Dodged a bullet. <laughs> All right, so you, are you going downstairs now? So everyone's downstairs. Uh, yeah, I probably look at Mary and I'm like, wait, who all is here now? I think like everybody. Good. Okay. Everybody downstairs. Jake, you too. Is Dog Leash here? She kind of sniffs the air and goes, <laughs> yeah, he's it's, here too. He needs to stay upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Uh so he's taking care of business. Got it. Okay, yeah, let's head downstairs. And I just take the bag from Jake as we're walking downstairs. Okay, so the rest of you, you see Val, Jake, and Mary come downstairs. Mary's got a bowl of food. And- oh, shit, girl. Hey, Val. How's the... Um, I've had an eventful 12 hours. Like, good eventful or... Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just I I'm I'm gonna just cover our bases and I fill them in on everything that happened everything at happened. the okay. hotel, everything that's happened up until this point. Okay. Well, wow, frag, dude. Um, that's like that's a lot. Yeah, I don't really have the mental space to like dissect any of that right now. Fair, fair. Um, how are you? Well, um. Oh wait, Joe! Here's your here's your shit. I <gasps> I promised I would. I I held up my end. I'm I'm sorry for breaking your old helmet, but I hope you like this one just as well. She picks up the helmet 
and immediately puts it on and starts inserting her comm unit into it. I can f- I'm can. i finally hands-free again. Thank you so much, Val. You're welcome. And again, I'm sorry. Uh, won't happen again. Yeah, well, I think we learned our lesson about putting, you know, mysterious data chips into a... Uh, did we not? Slots. Say the word. <laughs> Slots? And Mary goes, I don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> you're too young. I'll tell you when you're 15. Yeah, no, I mean, I, again, I, I've made choices today and yesterday and the day before that even. So Haven't I, we all? And I kind of make awkward eye contact with Jet. I also make eye, awkward eye contact with Eris. And then I look away immediately and look at Joe. It's not awkward. It's just no. it's just loving. Jet raises her hand. Yes, Jet. Are we talking about like are are we dropping bombs? Is that what's happening? You know, this is a uh, safe space. Certainly. Okay. Was. Yeah, I got I got something kind of big to talk about. Um I haven't had a chance to tell any of you yet. You kind of know. Uh Val, but yeah. um I I'm adopted. Um oh. I just learned that today. Oh. Uh <laughs> How are you doing with that? What? Uh, I mean, like, not – it's still kind of sinking in, I'm going to be honest. Um, so it's a whole damn thing. I was kidnapped as a child and then adopted. Um, my real name isn't isn't Juilliard. I almost said my real name isn't Jet, but you all knew that already. Uh, my name <laughs> – my, my real name isn't Juilliard. Um, yeah, so everything I've ever known is a lie. Yeah. Fuck. That's also a lot. So I've been – and then she looks over at Eris and then looks away and says, so if I've uh, if I've seemed a little off or been short, that's uh, that's why I've been dealing with some. I thought that uh, was trick. I thought that was just your fucking personality. Well, I mean, yeah, it is a little bit. But like, I, I like to think that I can I love get it. serious when it matters. I think to that because, you know, got to mm-hmm. got to bring it. I think Eris is like, right. Yeah. Uh, we've all made decisions. We're on the same page. <laughs> that, she doesn't say that out loud. I'm saying that we're on the same page. Yeah. And she's just kind of looking at uh, whatever your name is. She doesn't know. You haven't oh, yeah, told us yet. It. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you don't name. Oh, um, well, per Mr. And she puts heavy quotes, false to F, uh, Jenna Mayfair. So, and you, I'm also apparently 60 years old. Do you Wait. really trust? The stuff, not to, but, you know. Well, in a shocking turn of events, Boggs and I have been working together. Well, Boggs has been working and I've been directing, which is not shocking at all. He needs that. Boggs is just kind of sitting there nodding. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So Val gives him him an attaboy on his shoulder. It's okay, honey. um, he, He did some research and, yeah, it looks like, it looks like that's the truth. Wait, how can you be... How? Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, well, I mean, I did my due diligence. I checked. I, I checked references. I even, you know, spoke to some people that I know. It's legit. But apparently, I was in stasis. That's why I don't look sixty. Right. Okay, that's why. Okay. That's why my body is still so like hot and sexy, even though I'm sixty. You know. So, do you want to be called Jenna now? For sure, now. Do you want to be called Juilliard still? Yeah. Do you want to be called grandma now? No, fuck you. God. I don't. Dog, I'm trying to be. I'm, I'm, Let's not bring up grandmas. <laughs> I'm trying to be vulnerable with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
It's just what we do when you're part of the family. Welcome to the orphan club. And she claps you on the shoulder. <laughs> God, I fucking hate this Do we club. know for sure that you are an orphan? Well, I mean, given that I'm 60. Uh, uh, my grandma's <laughs> older than this country. Uh, gi- well, given that I'm 60 and my parents were human, presumably. Think about it. But what was 60 years ago? What was 60 years ago? I don't know. Probably the orc times. Yes. <laughs> the orcaning. According, according to our research, my birthday is goblinization day. So wow. I am I'm ahead of the curve. Once again, very a la mode. You're you know? actually like a historical artifact. <laughs> <laughs> we should put you in a museum. Honestly, you should, but not because I'm an artifact, mostly because I'm so good at what I do. So. Yeah, I mean it's a whole it's a whole damn thing. I don't know. There's there's apparently a conspiracy and stuff like that. I that need seems to, to follow dig, us around. <laughs> I need to dig further into that and I anyway, that's kind of all I wanted to to talk about what kind of conspiracy i mean i was kidnapped well yeah and held in a in a vat for 60 odd years check so well 40 years so like you know that's do you know why you were there shannon you remember (laughs) um well that's that that we're still working on um do you know by whom has to be well, I mean, Kobe was involved somehow, maybe. Um, That's uh, the guy with the, and she points to Valencho. Yeah. Yeah, Kobe was involved and like, I don't know, man. I'm still, I mean, we've verified part of the information. I'm doing, I'm trying this new thing and it's called verifying the information that's given to me by a Johnson and not just taking their word for it. Oh man, you know? what a great, that's um, some great <clears throat> advice. Never mind. That's some that's some crazy stuff, right? right. Um, so Why would we ever trust the person trying to give us a job? You know, there, there there are events that have led me to definitely not trust fall staff. So, but yeah. Anyway, so my parents are my parents. Uh, I don't have parents anymore. Um, and my parents were, according to fall staff, paid actors, which is so super stellar for me. So, how are you feeling about your parents? Our relationship, I mean, you know this. Our relationship has always been a little... Yep. Yeah. You know, stressful. So, I don't know how to feel, I guess. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I learned this probably about... 24 hours ago now. So you're still digesting. I'm still still digesting. I'm still still processing. I'm still processing. Uh, Literally, Falstaff talked at me for 20 minutes straight. It was wild. Um, But uh, speaking of parents, how is your dad Right, shit. Where's my cum? Yeah, I think a phone. I would suggest knowing your mom, don't put that off any longer. Mm, No, your mom is going to lay into you. I don't care. Uh, she goes for her bag and kind of scrounges around in there Okay, for a little bit. Because I think probably when she changed last night, it was just like clothes on the floor. Like her clothes weren't in the bag. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, so, so she isn't exactly back to 100% because her <laughs> suit's crumpled. But <laughs> her suit was a cat bed. <laughs> yeah. And covered in hair. 
But yeah, so she's gonna uh, find her calm. Just gonna limp. Which calm? Her personal calm, which is in a Faraday cage box currently. Okay, so you find it. Yeah, to turn it on. Okay. And... First thing you notice is you have notifications that your credit cards have been reactivated. Oh shit! And a text message from your dad mm-hmm. saying, "I'm okay, goody." Okay, so I call my dad instead of my mom since he's got his phone. Obviously, solid plan. That's how, such how a good long? Ag- how long ago was the "I'm okay" goody message? Mm, like maybe an hour or so ago, and that's about the same time that all of your accounts were reactivated too. Yeah. <laughs> so you you open up your com. You're like you're going through it, and and you know I probably grab my glasses too. We're all who we are as people. Right. And then you, you're dialing. And as she's doing that, you, the two of you are there. And upstairs on the first floor, you hear, boom, 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 boom. I better run upstairs. Motherfucker, what's he doing? Yeah, upstairs. <laughs> okay. You run upstairs, and the living room is like the couch had been completely moved out of the way. You see Dog Leash is now on the ground, and... Cascade Greenleaf has him in an arm bar with his knee on his neck. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resting Glitchface. Theme music by Synthesque. Background music by Machinima Sound. Outro music by Austin Miller. Edited and produced by Sid. Continuity Consulting by Dot. Shadowrun is property of Catalyst Game Labs. Resting Glitchface is a production of Openly Gamer Theater and property of Side Tangent Productions. <laughs>